Frank Hill speaking for the Two Drunk Guys radio show. Although I heard they changed the name. Uh, the other name was kind of stupid anyway, when you think about it, because there were three drunk guys. Well, I don't know if these are the two drunk guys that are caught whacking off in my tool shed, but anyway, here they are. Joe, I think, and some other guy. We are going. We are live. Well, we're not really live, because... No, podcast. fuck it, we're live. We're doing, <laughs> fuck it, we're doing live. it live. There ain't no redos, no stopping it. What's that we call shotgun it in the IT world? Let me just shotgun it. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Doing it live? Doing it live is shotgun it. Oh, okay. And then if it breaks, we're like, I don't know, we had to shotgun it. Took down an entire server for an entire corporation, but we shotgunned it, damn it. Did it. How, how often does that work out? I would say like 80% of the time. 80% of the time, yeah, it works every time. Yep. There's been a few times I've shotgunned it, and I'm like, well, that was a big mistake. <laughs> is that usually your call to shotgun it, or is it your boss telling you to do it? And then you get yelled at for not going well. Uh, It depends on what it is. If it's like a normal person's computer, like say I'm working on your computer. Say you called the IT helpline. Let's know. do it. Bling, ring, ring, ring. Bling, ring. IT, this is Joe. Hey, can you look at my computer? What's wrong with it? The email's slow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let, have you started with rebooting? Uh, no. No. <laughs> well, let me log on. Okay, I've logged on. It well, was... you'll notice my email's not open because I don't know my password. Do you have that? No, that's part of a, That's I don't have your password. The last guy that I called that I worked with in IT, would all he had my password. Did he? He did. What was his name? Oh. Do you know someone today called me Joel Ferguson? Joel Ferguson. So someone That's s- close. Someone said, "Yeah, I got. I just got done working with Joel Ferguson, and he fixed my computer, but it wasn't fixed all the way." That Joel Ferguson. And so the person called He's doing shoddy work. <laughs> so the person messaged me like, "Hey, uh, someone's looking for Joel Ferguson." You immediately make the connection, right? Yeah. Okay. It would be like, <laughs> like, say your name is John Smith. It would be like if they were like, yeah, I was working with Juan Smite. You know what I mean? Like, like I've got vowel, I got all sorts of K's and C's in my last name, but Ferguson. Joel Ferguson. <laughs> oh, man. <coughs> I don't have a cough button. <coughs> Hope I don't have Dump it. One. Dump it. We're doing it live. Um, what'd you think about that Hank Hill intro? Oh, I love it. I loved it. He's <laughs> not really wrong. He didn't, except he didn't say the name of the new show. No, no. <laughs> oh, he didn't, did he? I thought he did, but yeah, you know, you're right. He didn't. No, he didn't. That's uh, that's I think a, that's a top of the line Hank Hill call right there. Uh, well, that's probably the best to date. I think so, but you know, it's been a while now. Mm-hmm. And we probably have a few uh, under the uh, the old two drunk guys. That one that didn't make any sense. Uh, we have a new hotline. New hotline number. You guys can call us and say stuff that, and we'll play it. You know, I think- and Hank Hill's on the next level. He knew the hotline number before we even gave it. To him. <laughs> I know. It's almost like I gave him my personal number. <laughs> you know Hank Hill? <laughs> Not the Hank Hill. Mm. I know a Hank Hill, the one they called. I know him. Uh. But, uh, yeah, if you feel like calling us and leaving us your hot takes, you can reach us at 216. Oh, excuse me, golly. 
two one six. It's like almost we call it slur speech because we're having beers while we do this. You can reach us at two one six. I said that a couple times. Two six zero five four eight four. So reach us at two one six two six zero five four eight four. We'll play almost anything. Uh, racist shit's kind of out of the out of the thing because I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk politics, I mean, I guess at this point I don't give a shit what you say other than racist shit. Like, if, I mean, we might play it, we might not. That's what it is. I guess it depends on how many we get. Like, if, yeah, <laughs> if right. we get like one, it's just like, you know, whoever your guy is, he won. You know, like, we'll yeah. Get, yeah, all right, like I'm won. probably just not going to respond. Either. Yeah, right, you know. Not that we're that much smarter than people that are calling mm-hmm. our hotline. I can't wait for the objectionable calls to come in yet. I don't know. Um, Tell so, us what we're doing. I don't think we've talked about anything too crazy yet. No, we pr- we were pretty... I, my favorite is on the old... So we used to do a podcast called Two Drunk Guys and Microphones, and there's three of us. So every person said, why do you call it Two Drunk Guys and there's three of you? Well, we started off as two guys on USB headsets in my living room. Pretty much just bullshitting while watching Browns games and Cavs games. Mm-hmm, it was just mm-hmm. like, we just talked to each other. And then it kind of evolved to the point where we had some listeners and we had some, a sponsor, uh, Paulie's Pog Emporium. Mm-hmm. Um, Paulie's Pog Emporium. Shout out, Paulie. Hope you're well, buddy. Um, and it kind of evolved into like a, an actual podcast yeah. instead of just... No, I think it made sense, too, because it was still the two drunk guys, the format, but then, you know, you changed up to microphones... And me, mm-hmm. and uh, it worked. I think it worked. I liked it. We had a good time. It kind of didn't make sense, but it didn't make sense. But that was when you listen to the podcast, you're like, this podcast doesn't really. Make you know, sense. Family Guy isn't really a family oriented guy. Do you think about it? No, he's a guy with a family, but he's kind of all about himself. He really is. That Peter's doing silly things all the time. All the time, and they never flash back to anything. That's the one thing I preach about that show. It's always straightforward. Go with the storyline. There's never a, uh, never any background or anything. Uh, like that. Um, so cool. Joe's tweet of the week isn't up and running yet, right? No, because sex. No. So my my main tweet was going to be from Sir Sexy William the Third, mm. who got blocked, but off, he, the, off completely. Yes. Ooh. Which doesn't surprise me because there's a lot of racist bullshit on this thing. But my favorite, my tweet from him was like, "Who do you what? Which presidential candidate do you think has the bigger dick?" Um, it was something like that. Um, the thing I noticed most about Sir Sexy William... I'll tell William, you, I bet Biden's looks bigger just because he's in better shape. He probably doesn't have as big of a paunch. My favorite is when... I, 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 we're not doing politics, but my favorite with Trump was like, they said I've never seen a president in better shape than me. Like, dude, the last guy who played basketball against <laughs> Regularly. He had people that played professionally come. Yeah. And, like, clearly you're not trying to run over the leader of the free world. But, like, by all accounts, he, he kind of held his own in a casual game. Dude, even George H.W., who, like, yeah, older guy, but, man, he, like, I wouldn't fight George H.W. Like, no. He I'm probably... pretty sure George H.W.'s got a, a mean left hook. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> regardless, we don't do politics. Uh, I guess. We're not getting into their politics, though. Just, they could probably scrap. Bill probably fought dirty. Yeah. I mean, of the last four. I'm taking Obama. I mean, like, because they're all older. Uh, Trump's probably the one I'm like, I could knock that dude out. So, did I tell you about my the argument I got into at Sleepy Hollow Market? No. So, I pull into Sleep. Anyone doesn't know, Sleepy Hollow Market's a beer store around here. And it's got this weird parking lot in the back. Most people park behind the back. 
and there's a bar right next door. So I pull in the Sleepy Hollow, and I'm pulling in that gravel driveway, or a parking lot, and there's a car that, like, its butt's kind of out. And you know how there's no parking spots, it's just a gravel lot, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a butt sticking out with this uh, reverse lights on. And so I pull in, and I wait a second, and he's just sitting there. So I kind of pull in, like, I'm slowly pulling in my normal spot, and he starts backing up. So I whip around him to get into mm-hmm. my spot. He pulls up, and he, he backs up next to me, and he's all crooked, and he's staring at me through the window. And I'm like, ah, I know where this is going. So I throw on my mask, and I hop out of my car. And he gets out of his car, he's like, you're lucky I didn't hit you. And I took one look at him, like, and he came from Rico's, the bar next door. And I said, <laughs> I said literally, I said, no, you're lucky you didn't hit me. And he started to mumble something. I said, listen, you were sitting there backing up, and you were just sitting there. And I didn't know what to do, so I just pulled in. He goes, yeah, well, I had my lights on. Talk about his reverse lights. Oh, I mean, that's how it works. If you put your lights on, you can pull out in front of anyone. Yeah. That's what I do. I live on a major road, and, you know, if my lights are on, you, just, you better slam on your brakes. You better. That's how, how traffic works. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> Especially if you're coming from a bar and you're drunk. It gets you, you don't have to be worried. It gets better. It gets better. So... We're, we're sta- so then I go, he goes, why had my lights on? I go, yep, well, you weren't backing up, so I didn't know what to do. And we're just kind of standing there. And he goes, yep. And I go, yep. <laughs> it's another 30 seconds of, like, kind of just sitting there. He's like, okay, no problem. I'm like, all right, no problem. Because <laughs> I know you, too. You probably saw his lights, and you sat there for a good 5, 10 seconds, like, go ahead. And he didn't go, so then you floored it, floored it around him. So I knew... I knew I was. This was not going to be an issue when I looked down and he had pissed his pants. And I'm not joking. He had pissed his pants. Big, big old wet spot. And then he shook my hand. I'm like, oh, I'm shaking this guy's hands. COVID. He's not wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. Whatever you believe. And he's pissed his pissed his pants. Might be a beer. So might. What, what do you think the chances are? Beer to, to beer to pissed his pants. It was on the back. Like, I'm standing up. It was back here. This could have sat in a beer. And in front. Okay. Yeah. No, he Well, I mean, you pour a beer on you, it's going to go through. And I down. guess. But then he went to the Raja's place and was giving them a hard time about they have to walk his beer out for him because he can't carry it. So he was pulling out. Something so happens. Then he pulls back in to go get beer. So he pulled out of a random parking spot to back up to, to Sleepy Hollow Market. So they would load his beer for him in the back. Uh, so he moves from the bar spot to the market spot. Yes. So that it's easier for them to, to pull load his beer, beer for him. And so he's, How old is this gentleman? Uh, he looks 80. He's probably like 50. Okay. He's got a big old red nose. You know uh, I mean? Hard living. Hard living. Not that long, but hard. Not that long, but hard. It was one of those guys, like, and I'm no, I'm no tough guy, but I was like... I'll just shove you over if, like, there's a problem. Like, I might, I might get manslaughter because I shove you over and your head hits the cement. You know what I mean? So he comes in and, he's, and he's, he starts yelling at the guy there because they're out of 30 packs of natural light. Mm, I hate it. I but, hate it when they're out of my natty. So the, and there's a, a, the owner of the store is an Indian man. Um, and sometimes he's hard to hear. Um, I mean, I generally When's understand. the last time you picked up a 30 and natty? Maybe I paid someone when I was nineteen to pick me up a thirty. There you go. Added. That's that's what I was looking for. Yeah. So then, big house parties in Columbus. Maybe when I was twenty one, yeah. twenty two. So my favorite part of this. So he walks out. They, they, he's arguing with the guy because he goes, "Raj is going. I'm out of thirty packs, but I'll sell you two fifteen packs for the same price." 
no, no, no. He's arguing, arguing, arguing. No, that's you can't have it. <laughs> so he leaves, and Isn't what that the, best case scenario? If you can't lift the beer, it's going to be easier to get into his house. So I said, I go, I said the one of the other guys that works there. I go, oh yeah, man, that guy just almost started a fight with me in the parking lot. He's all pissed off because he backed it up. He goes, I go, and he pissed himself. He goes, oh, that's not the worst. He shit himself one time in in the store, and just stood around like, and then he at one point I said, it smells in here. And I said, all right, did anyone call 911 or 1-800-GRAB-DUI? <laughs> you know, and then I kind of got my beer and got out of there. But that, that was my Sleepy Hollow experience. Huh. My favorite was like, we're still, I'll never forget. <laughs> see, see, I'm not, yep. I'm not trying to narc on someone if I see someone a little loose getting in their car. And that's probably, you know, there's probably some people that would hear me say that and they're like, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. But you know what? I, I don't want to be involved with getting somebody else messed up, but... The vindictive side of me, that guy, I'm calling. I'm calling. I'll just never forget. So we're standing there staring at each other. Like I don't. Know I might give it. him my card before I do. <laughs> <laughs> then call, call on him on the way out. My favorite part was he goes. Hopefully that doesn't come up in discovery that goes, I was the caller. Yep. I go. Yep. Okay, no problem. All right. <laughs> and then we sure came. We're good. <laughs> This was just what's gonna happen. Did today. you smell your hand after? I have. <laughs> I put just, antibacterial stuff in my car after just, COVID hit. Just doused it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And came in and just told everyone the story. So, so that was. And then he followed you in to get his. Yeah, I even opened the door and held the door open for him. Because <laughs> that's how polite I am. And they carried his beer out for him. I didn't get fucking. No, remember. they did though. Yeah, they did. That's nice. But then I wonder, like, how you, how's he getting right. his beer in his car to, or in the house? Or is he just leaving the car and just walk out every time he Takes him out a few at a time. Probably. He might not have electricity. So, yeah. Like, George didn't have electricity. He ran a generator. Oh, George. <laughs> Good segue. We got a George story? Uh, which one? I never finished last one. I did a teaser. So, uh, there was eight. All right. Let's do it. So, do it. first moved in. Eight cops around the house next door to me. Long story short, they serve a, a standard bench warrant. For probation violation or PO violation, mm-hmm. and um, they they arrest him. So I'm talking to one of the other neighbors and I'm telling them the story. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we saw it." They're like, "Right before you moved in, the same thing happened, but he pulled a crossbow out and was waving it at the police." And so that's why they showed up three deep. Yes. And I thought, well, man, if he was a black guy, they would have shot him, but <laughs> he's not. So they just tased him. And I don't remember the last time there was a shooting in our locale by the police. I've heard a few stories of people getting roughed up. Yeah, and I think that's anywhere, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying they roughed somebody up that didn't deserve it either. Right, Um, like... I've heard plenty of dickish cops, especially repeat stories of a few of them, but... There's one red hair guy around here that is well-known. I've heard. Mm -hmm. I've heard. You sure it's not the red-haired lady? No, I've never had any issues with the ladies. Okay. But the one red hair one guy pulled me over. Um, oh, yeah, that guy. I've heard about a few stories from a traffic sc- for traffic uh, stops about someone that sounded like that guy, but no uh, no confirmations that it would be. No, the ladies were always nice to me. Um, the one was a very handsome female. Um, sure. you know She's a little rough around the edges. She was very nice to me, though. Oh, well, that's nice. But I was straight up, like, she was like, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, I ran that stop sign. She's like, why'd you run that stop sign? I'm like, I'm running late to work. She's like, I smell some alcohol in the car. I'm like, 
I'm late for work and I was up all night. And she was like, she could have totally been like, well, let's check it out. Yeah. No, instead she was like, eh, you know, he's in a polo. He's in a polo. IT. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to sit in a room by myself and stink that room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's good. So, anyways, if you if you have any cool stories like that, feel free to call the hotline. Ooh, it, the hotline. Which is really just leave a voicemail, uh, 216-260-5484. Excellent, excellent. And we may or may not play you, quote-unquote, on the air. On the air. I mean, I guess, right? We're not... Yeah, yeah. I could put a cool reverb thing on us and we could sound like we're on TAM. Hell yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not on the Triv show. That dude's gone off the deep end. I've told you my many Triv stories. I've met Triv. He was an mm-hmm. asshole. I met him mm-hmm. 15 years ago. He was an asshole. Um, met a lot of Cleveland quote-unquote celebrities. Mm-hmm. It's just funny. Like I've, <clears throat> I grew up with that guy on the radio. And I just kind of thought he was a little goofy. It's almost like uh, Lewis Black before there was Lewis Black. He's right. just yelling about ridiculous stuff. Yeah. I just thought it was all a bit. And then he's gotten older, and I've been listening more and more. I'm like, this guy's off his rocker. So you know what's funny about the COVID stuff? He's really anti-COVID. Like, it's not really a thing. I remember the time I was in the Tubby DM studio, and he had multiple of these, like, weird germ things. Like, germ, like, like you know, like an air mm-hmm. filter? But these had like they're like uh, like uh, bug zappers almost like mm-hmm. they, they zapped the germs out of the air. There was multiple of them in the studios, and they all had notes from Triv that said, "Do not turn these off. You can't hear them on air." And there was multiple of those on studio, and that was Triv. Like not for bugs, for germs. microscopic germs. germs, zappers. I don't. I want to say they're zappers, but like they just was it like a heater though, or was it like electric? It, it was a long time ago, but it was like electric. And you had to leave those on during the week, because I would go in during, <laughs> the dogs are trying to get, I would go in during um, the weekends for a certain show that I, I was friends with the people, and you weren't allowed to turn those off, and you had to soak your mics and everything down with Lysol when you're done. But this guy's totally weird about COVID. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that it's not real. I don't know if he said that's not real. It's, it's just not that serious. Yeah. Not worth changing. I don't really listen to Triv anymore. I, I've got better things to listen to at my time. Uh, Yeah, one of those. That's, so, yeah, it yeah. kind of looks like almost like a, between a neon light and a bug zapper. Yeah, there were like three of those in the studio. And all of them had notes that said, do not turn off. UVs. Yes. Do not turn off inaudible on air. And then there, I, I don't know that UV would kill germs, but it would probably... The best part is they were always off every time I put it. <laughs> oh, Triv's going to be mad. They probably turn them in, turn them on five minutes before Triv shows up. <laughs> nah, man, they were on the old time. <laughs> no, no one messed with them. Um, so what did you think about that Browns game yesterday? It was so exciting that I got drunk and fell asleep by about 830. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I got to say, it, it was it was fairly boring. It was nicer that we had Nick Chubb and we were on top the whole time instead of behind. Yep. Obviously referencing the Raiders game. I was much more disappointed in the Raiders game, not just because of the loss, but because the weather hadn't been that way. That probably would have been like a 40-point-a-team shootout is the way I saw it happen. Yep. I, I thought the over-under, 
I would have gladly taken the over on 60 points. Yep. Which is stupid to say. Yep. But at the same time, I could have saw it happening fairly easily. So then instead, it ended up, what what was that game? 10-7. No, not yesterday. The Raiders. Oh, 16 16-10, 16-7. But yeah, so yesterday. Don't get me wrong. Yesterday's game game was fun. I mean, Garrett came out with a sack right away. Then he came out with a stop on that fourth. At sixteen six Raiders. Okay. Um, yesterday's game was fun as far as mm-hmm. like we won and we were playing well and I guess the well first of all it also wasn't a complete shit show in the kicking game which was kind of weird because nice. like. With as bad as it was affecting the passing game. Because yeah. I remember you watched them kick during that Raiders game. And yeah. They, just, they, just, they went right and then shot way left or whatever. So I was I was playing on Twitter before the game, and I uh, I hadn't been outside yet. I was laying in bed still that, that morning and almost that afternoon. Um, you can call me whatever you want. but um, You lush. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I saw someone put up like 50 mile an hour win, you know, uh, take care of your fantasy team. So I already had Chubb in. I'm like, Chubb's going to have a big game. Um, I didn't care that he ran out of bounds. Um, it didn't matter. Even if he would have scored the six points, I don't care. I would have preferred I, I preferred that he did run out of bounds, man. That was the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine if he didn't run out of bounds and Miles Garrett in the next play got rolled over and was out for a month? See, you know, that was the big thing for me. And honestly, like, if, 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 if I... In a 19 different parallel universes away where I'm a, an elite sports athlete, I wouldn't even care as far as a team-wise, like, the probability of winning dropping from 100 to 99.8. But the fact is, people get desperate on those last drives. People on special teams get hurt. People on defense and offense get hurt. I don't want to see that. So that's the reason I'm stepping out. Not necessarily to avoid the 0.01% chance we somehow bungle that that game. But that's a smart move. I like it. Yeah. Does that hurt your fantasy squad? It did hurt my fantasy squad, but my I got I got blew out. Um, okay, it didn't matter then. And even if I did, man, I still the Browns won. That's, Cost the betters, though, too. I did. That was the difference in the line. Well, didn't the Cody... What what game was it that Parkey missed, Parkey missed the uh, field goal? And mm-hmm. What game was that? Do you remember? I don't remember. But, like, all of a sudden, it was a Bengals game. And yep. all of a sudden, there was po- it was a three-point turn that all of a sudden the betters were. Um, Chubb looked good. It was good to see him back. Bad beat. Kareem Hunt looked explosive. It's amazing when that guy's not carrying the ball. He legitimately, every time. for I think the first time, and when people, I thought people were crazy when they said he's the better back before Chubb went down. He was slightly the better back yesterday, but also Chubb's coming off a knee injury. It was a it was Chubb's a the sloppy game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and, and, you know, that showed when Chubb was out. Kareem just wasn't the same player. No, 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 no. And I'm not dumping on him. They're, they're no. great. Lightning and That's one man. and two, baby. Love that's it. That's awesome. One and one asterisk. And then, Well, yeah, that's a good one. And while everyone was like, Duranis, was it Dearness Johnson? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, he'll be up next. And then, do we still have Hilliard? DeAndre Hilliard? Uh, I thought I, he played. I assume. I, don't, I didn't hear anything about him cut, getting cut. Um, and I, obviously he wouldn't have got cut once... Uh, Chubb went down. They would have needed to kill him on, keep him on. Yeah, he's still on the Browns. Yeah, so. But uh, they didn't hold up as well as it looked like they could. Yep. But, you know, it's the same thing. Once you have three quarters of Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're chasing Kareem, who's also fighting for yards, and you got Chubb just absolutely blasting uh, you. Yes. Anybody can run into you. And you know what's funny? Yesterday, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb looked like how Josh Jacobs looked like against us. 
when they would get hit, they would roll for three more yards. Mm-hmm. When we played the Raiders, they just outmanned us, and Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs was just leaning forward for three yards. Mm-hmm. And well, that was the big problem that game. The offense could not stay on the field, which they had problems with too, but you saw what we've seen out of a lot of teams going up against Chubb and Hunt, and then you know when Johnson comes in and he's running over people and the defense just looks like, what the fuck? Like That's what Jacobs and the Raiders did to us. Yep. Um, so that was disheartening to see, but you got to know our defense is not the strong point. Um, they're played, built, be, they're played better that like game, a but... college team in that they got that front, which even still the front isn't that strong. It's well, it's Miles Garrett. It's Miles Garrett, and, and occasionally... Okunjobi has stepped so far back. Remember when Miles Garrett went out? I was so happy during those last four or five games when Okunjobi all of a sudden looked like a stud. And I was like, if he can carry that over, we're going to be so good. And he hasn't at all. He's just disappeared again. That's been that's been uh, Olivier Vernon had what two sacks that one game. We haven't seen him much. Yep, exactly. Basically, we all were talking smack about Vernon. He had one good game. We're like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and then he disappeared again. So, and the Browns have pretty much said they're not chewing up this defense till yep. the draft. We got a uh, and greedy is greedy, greedy still out. Greedy still out. Delpit is out for the year, obviously, Delpit's, which they Delpit's were out. they were yeah. relying on. And I'm hearing things that uh, greedy's kind of. I don't know. It seems like it's a wait and see from a medical and a team standpoint. So I don't – the way I read it, and this this is – you know, this could just be me reading the article the way I want to, is that they're almost looking at it as, are we going to be contenders? If not, let's get a better pick. Mm. And, you know, I, I didn't read – you know, it wasn't Cabot or some other insider that was kind of telling me that. That's just kind of the way I read the article. I was like, it almost seems like a wait and see based on his health, based on what the team Are those wants. people really insiders at that, this point? No. Mary Kay is not They're an insider. All bad. Tony Grossi's not an insider. I feel like everybody's bad. Uh, Daryl Ryder's not an insider. No. Tony... He complains about not getting inside scoops. I know. He, put, he went on. Dude, Why are national guys breaking this news? Because nobody wants to talk to you guys. You know what the fucked up thing was? Is Daryl Ryder said, like, why are the national guys not getting scoops, blah, blah, blah. And then someone. Talk shit about, I guess, uh, never mind, I'm not going to bring it up. But someone brought up some personal stuff that he posted. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that was, but. He posted some stuff that he was sexually assaulted. Oh. And then someone made fun of him during, like, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know anything about that. All I would say is, I feel like our, they're decent at getting stories out on kind of what, almost better than a lot of places in kind of like what the X's and O's of a game or a week looks like based on injuries and things going on with the team. But at the same point, like, I listen to them in press conferences and they're asking, like, all that cliche bullshit. And half the time they're, like, asking the stupid questions that a drunk fan would be like, some people are saying this. Like, fuck you guys. Like, can you, you can, I would understand completely why the organization doesn't want to deal with you. Yeah, and oh, wants yeah. to treat you like a clown. I'm not saying I can do their job better by any means. Me neither. I'm talking. I can hardly do my job. <laughs> <laughs> right. But by the same token, yeah, they're not. I, I I hear what you're saying. But um, you know, got the win. We got another easy two coming up before two big tests. Philadelphia will be interesting. Uh, Carson Wentz seems like he's Jekyll and Hyde. Um, who's after the Eagles? Bad team. I want to say the Jaguars. Miles but... Davis came back for the Eagles, and he had a pretty good game yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Um, Eagles, Jaguars, Titan. Then we got the Titans and the and the Ravens. 
So, Eagles, we should beat, you know. Should. Jaguars, we should totally beat. Should beat. Titans just lost to the Colts. I think so. And we beat the Colts. So, if you do MMA math, as they Mm -hmm, call that. mm -hmm. um, Then it'll be two rough ones, Titans and, and Ravens. Then you got two easy ones, Giants and the Jets. Jets still 0-4? Yes. Giants are terrible. And then you're going to end the season against this. Oh, man. That's actually after New Year's. You know what's crazy is I can see the Giants. I didn't realize that. I hate to say this, and this is just from previous (laughs) stuff, with running quarterbacks and Danny Dimes, dude. Like, the way he's running, I could just, I don't know. Fourth quarter, 30 seconds left, Danny Dimes scrambles. So did the, the season get pushed back like a week? Did I just kind of? Well, you got to imagine because uh, certain teams had like uh, had to be. Oh, they did the two by week kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I don't ever remember us playing a game into the new year. How about that? So, did you do anything exciting this weekend other than the Browns game? No, watched some uh, fights in college football Saturday. You watched the UFC fights. Watched fights. Well, I watched the one fight. Um, How'd that go? It was, I, I honestly, I'm really, I'm 0 for like 4 in betting on MMA. Ooh. Yeah. You're on a slide, huh? Yeah. In which I kind of consider myself a MMA, quote unquote, aficionado. But you're usually pretty good. Yeah. I knew Dos Anjos. Even, even if you're like, hey, the fight's going to go one of two ways and it's going to be decided. Well, I knew Dos Anjos. This guy will win. If this happens, this guy will win. I knew Dos Anjos was going to beat him. But I thought Dos Anjos was going to knock him out in the first round because he hadn't fought forever. Mm-hmm. At weight, and he dropped weight, and he was saying like Friday he weighed, or Thursday or Monday, whatever it was. Earlier that week he weighed one eighty, and he had the weigh in at one forty five or one fifty five, mm-hmm. and he was pretty much saying like he dropped all that weight in a week, and I thought he just gonna come out, but no, that it was a really good fight. Uh, Paul Felder got uh, bloodied up pretty good. Um, it was it was it was interesting. Um, didn't watch much other than that. There wasn't too much serious going on there. Uh, I will say I gotta show you. So I kind of preempted with this. So my uh, uncle passed away in two thousand, right? Mm-hmm. And his comic book collection was kind of bounced around a little bit. And you know me, I'm a huge comic book guy. Mm-hmm. And at For one sure. point, it got stored in some basement in the west side of Cleveland, and it got flooded, right? So my aunt calls me like a year and a half ago, like, "Hey, I'm just gonna throw these away. Do you want to come pick them up?" So I come pick them up, and they're like in shitty boxes and. They're all moldy in this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw it in the garage, and I'll figure I've been it out with, later. Mostly with baseball cards and uh, some of my uncle's old books. Right. So then I yesterday uh, Saturday I was cleaning out the garage, and I'm like, hey, let me go through some of those comic books, and they're moldy. So I put on gloves, put an N95 mask, and I'm going through them, and I'm just tossing shit, mold, mold, mold. And I came to this like in a Tupperware container of. So first of all, it's Tupperware. Like those, those sealed lids, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, so as long as there's a lid, they should be sealed pretty good. And there, I don't know if the lid was on there at the time. But then I'm going through them, and a lot of these books are in plastic. So I want to show you. So. These were the three books I was the most excited about. So. That's Ant-Man, first appearance of Scott Lang. Which is... Oh, shit. Yep. And then we talked about the next one. Wait, when's this from? Uh, 1979? Yep. So this is 
the first appearance of, of the, Scott new, the new Ant-Man. Yes. First appearance of Taskmaster. No crap. It's still, like, look how good a shape that is. Like, so it was sealed in this plastic, like. Did you look this up? Mm-hmm. What's this worth? Anything? Yeah, it's, they're all worth. And then, the big fine. Little beat That's, up. Is that number one? That's the first Luke hero. Take it out of my Luke hand. Luke. I don't even want to hold that. <laughs> I don't even want to hold that. <laughs> So, Put that one in a sleeve too, dumb dumb. Don't fit in any sleeves. I have to get special sleeves because it's uh, not a seventies book. And so I'm waiting until I go to the comic book shop. But that's the very first Luke Cage. A little rough, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, you could like flip through it. You could see the origin story. Like I don't even want to. Like look at all the pages. I don't want to breathe on it. <laughs> Scan it into something. Send it to me. I'll look it up online. Keep that one for yourself. So those were my my big find, man. And so. It was funny as I was going through these books, I found like a, a 65X Men, mm-hmm. which is not worth a ton, but whatever. It's cool to me. I, I really yeah. cool. Man, I came, I found these three. Like, these were the gems that were found out of here. Like, and this Taskmaster one has been one I've I've bid on on eBay multiple times, mm-hmm. and it's just sitting in there. No shit. What but did you bid on it? Thirty to forty bucks, and it always went up to about 75, 80 bucks. Nice, nice. So I'm actually gonna get these graded. I've never had anything graded before. That seems like it's worth it. Yeah. Was So was there some other decent stuff in that Yeah, yeah, I, I would pull it out. But, but those like, were the gems. Those were the gems. Um, first appearance That's of Tigra, um, who's a random Mar- or uh-huh. Spider-Man. Um, uh-huh. First appearance of Knight Rider, not what's-his-face Knight Rider, but this guy who wrote on a... Yeah. It was a playoff Ghost Rider that they thought yeah. might take yeah. off. Uh, an X-Men from 67. There's probably like there's like 10 more Ant-Mans in there that are... are yeah. Yeah. But that was like, I was like, God damn, man. That's a good, was that Saturday? Saturday, yeah. So my Saturday was going pretty well. So I got to be honest, I'm a little bit, uh, their coach kind of took the wind out of the sails of hating on Penn State and watching them fucking lose and lose and lose. He said his family stayed in Florida this year instead of coming back up to Pennsylvania. Who's this? His daughter's got uh, Sickle Cell Franklin. The coach of Penn State? Okay, okay, okay. Coach of Penn State. State, uh, he said he's he just can't function without his family. He's uh, I've I've watched some documentaries and some of them I was kind of like rolling my eyes at when I'm watching them like a twenty four seven I think is the HBO one that goes into college programs and stuff like that. But it does literally seem like once a week he gets all the coaches and their families and the staffs together and things like that. He's just like I can't function without my family. Like I don't know I I almost don't care about my job, which is a crazy thing to say. Um, you're getting paid a lot of money. And he was kind of saying, you know, there's no excuse, but he's like, I can't do my job right now. I, oh, Michigan lost to Wisconsin, 49 to 11. 11. That was a blow. I did, I watched like five plays. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Like, I loved it, dude. No, I'll even, I don't, I would like to watch them even when Ohio State's blowing out people. But, you know, if I'm at a party or there's a group gathering, which isn't a thing in COVID anymore, yeah. but I'm like, I, I kind of want to watch that. But when it's another team, don't really care. If it's Michigan getting blown out, I want to watch every second of it. I was almost worried for a second they brought in their new quarterback and he led like a three-play, seventy-yard drive. For I, a touchdown. I either I either turned in right, tuned in right after. I must tune in right after that because it was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was like oh here they come. But, the but new then QB. They, they got a they got I think a three and out, except they ruined it by running into the kicker. <laughs> then on the next thing they somehow screwed it up again. Oh, so then I'm like, okay, Saturday's going pretty well. Major night for boxing. Yeah, I, so, I tuned over a little late. Hold on, late. hold on, hold on. 
I want to tell you, we watched the UFC fight, mm-hmm. um, where and it was like me and two other people. So, um, I I don't want to say it's COVID, but we we mm-hmm. know the anyways. I said, hey, there's a boxing fight on. You guys want to watch it? And it was pretty much like, eh, it's boxing. So that's what's crazy. God damn it. Yep. So go ahead. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it could have been what I, what I was thinking going into the weekend. Pretty nice weekend for boxing. You got uh, Josh Franco and Andrew Maloney, who are meeting for their second time. They had a really good fight. Maloney was going in um, to that fight as kind of a, a huge contender, kind of groundswell of support coming from him. Franco is an American. Maloney's an Australian. Um, lost that fight. He's come back. They're going to fight again. So boxing, I don't know how, how much UFC is making people quarantine, but I'm pretty sure these guys in their camps had a quarantine for like a month or two before the fight. So UFC's mostly doing that fight island stuff? Yeah, I know that, but like how long before did Couldn't the people tell, come in? Tell you. So I don't know if they test or whatever, but... The thing with boxing is, and again, it's probably state to state with the commissions and blah, 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 but I'm pretty sure these guys in their camps were, were done for months. All right. So, uh... Sorry about that. No one will know, but I had to take a pee. <laughs> well, now they know. So you had uh, Josh Fran- uh, Franco and Maloney coming back for their second fight, which you know from the UFC fight games when people repeat, that's there's a little extra in the, the, the prelude to the fight, and... It makes for interesting fights. Sometimes you want to see if people figured things out. and Sometimes they almost have a slower start. Like they, they're looking for not only what they were looking for the first time, but the second time, and they're making their adjustments. But usually they end up being really good fights. Um, and a lot of people would think, obviously, if Franco wins it, you're going you're gonna to see a, a third fight and kind of that whole hype to that. And that's leading up to uh, Terrence Crawford and Kell Brook. So there's two title fights. Terrence Crawford's the number one pound-for-pound guy in the world right now. He's a welterweight, and he's fighting Kell Brook. You probably recognize that name a little bit. He was big a few years ago. He ended up kind of at the peak of his popularity, though. He lost two back-to-back fights, and he's spent the last year or two rebounding. He's had three or four wins since then. Um, I was like, you know, it's a good night for boxing. The SEC games, four of them got canceled. The Ohio State game was off. All the football games are kind of wrapping up. The Michigan game's a blowout. I'm like... National spotlight for boxing. Let's get it done. Let's look good. I hung in, and I was like, I wanted to see that that Franco fight, the Maloney fight, but I hung in there because I wanted to see Michigan get whacked around a little bit more, make sure that they're going to stay down, especially once they brought that new quarterback in. I finally click over, and the fight's just ended after the second round. And it's probably ended for about two or th- three, four minutes. Uh, boxing has just instituted... Uh, replays and they're reviewing the fight and I pieced together and I watched the fight two or three full times during the review Um, they end it either during the second round late in the second round or after the second round Um, Franco has one of those bubbles on his eye Um, you know the things that look like a cyst it's his under eyelid is that a hematoma yeah, it's just it's just swollen all the way. Like his eyes shut. You okay. can t- sometimes you know they get a little top, they Cut. get a little bottom. Hey, how, Cut how's, me. How's my Cut Rocky me. thing sound? Cut me, Vic. Cut me. It's great. <laughs> Perfect. I but hope you know it's I'm not Italian. You, sometimes you know it's a little top, it's a lot of bottom, or it's yeah. a lot of top. Little you can maybe think the guy can see even if it's just shadows or whatever. It's clearly closed all the way. They they call the fight. 
It's not four rounds in, so it's going to be a no contest. Okay. They say it's because of an inadvertent headbutt, so it's not a dirty one okay. in the first round, but the, the injury kept getting worse, so they're calling on that no decision. Longest review I've ever seen in any sport in my life. And this is when probably a lot of people have clicked over, if they are going to, that are casual boxing fans. This was a ridiculously long review. And I want to lead into it and say, ridiculously long. How long do you think it went? So what's a boxing round? Three minutes? Three minutes. So they And they're looking at the first round, which would be a three-minute round, yep. to see if they can confirm or deny that this injury happened from a headbutt or it maybe happened from a punch. I think, and the commentators were at the same time saying, clearly it happened on this one jab that you can see is a solid but also glancing blow. So that can even be more dangerous than a flush shot. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty flush, but it also skins off. So that's going to do some damage to your well, eye. And, and does a lot of cutting, too. Uh, that, that's, a, yes. Yeah, it didn't cut, though. Okay. It just blasted it so that it, it just kept swelling and swelling. And they kept saying on, 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 you know, they're watching the replay over and over, and they're saying, you can see it swelling right after. And you can't. You could see a little bit of that initial, just the red flush. But, I mean, it doesn't obviously, like, start popping out right away. So apparently, and it's a shit show, Bob Arum, who's a, a, a huge legendary promoter in boxing, but he's fucking, I don't know, he's got to be 80 or 90 at this point. He's going around the replay, the, the two guys watching it on the screen. Really? And he's kind of, and eventually, like, I see one of them kind of like, you got to get out of here. At one point, they're behind the table and the three screens that the two judges are watching from the, the, the Nevada Commission. And at one point, they're looking at, all three screens are showing the camera view that you're looking at on TV of the camera behind them watching the screens of the camera on them on the screens. Cause, and eventually they're, they're asking the broadcast TV to show them views that they want to see. How long do you think this review lasts? Five minutes at the most. Way longer. They, they, watched, they had to have watched... It's a three-minute round, so they're looking... The, the thing was, it was a DQ. So they're they're basically looking for negative... They're looking for evidence that the, the hit, the headbutt didn't happen. Okay. Way longer than five minutes. Okay. Ten what, minutes. Way longer. It can't be longer than a half hour. 25 to 26 minutes of a review. The boxers are standing in the ring, and they start interviewing the the, the guy who holds the title... And, you know, like, what happened? And even at a point, his his guy's like, there were headbutts in the first round. And maybe it wasn't one, but it was the two or the three mixed with maybe a, a thumb poke, something. And then he eventually goes like, I don't know. I haven't seen the footage. Like, I'm going by what the ref said in the first round, inadvertent headbutt that caused some damage. So he eventually is just like, I don't know. 26 minutes later, they call it a DQ. Dude loses the t- doesn't get his title because the other dude can't continue the fight on a headbutt that never happened. A ghost headbutt. Ghost headbutt. And they came together. They kind of clashed heads a couple times, but yeah. it wasn't anything serious. The most serious one happened on opposite sides of their heads. Um, and then, you know, the wind is already out of the sails. It's a shit yeah. show. Boxing has messed up its chance again. Crawford Kelbrook ended up being kind of interesting because Kelbrook had some strong first rounds. Crawford went to uh, uh, Southpaw stance, which he wasn't doing damage from, and Kelbrook was kind of still working. And then all of a sudden, Crawford hit him once, and Kelbrook was it was out. It was, it was what over was the heavyweight title fight? I don't want to say recently, but that was supposed to be the one that brought 
Tyson Fury and someone was supposed to be the one that brought boxing back. Tyson Fury and I want to say Anthony Johnson, but I think Anthony that... Johnson and then Deontay Wilder. Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Wilder was the one where they both came out in the ridiculous costume. Yeah, and you watch Fury come out with on his throne and shit, and you're like, this is ridiculous. And then, and then Wilder he... came out in his like evil Black Panther looking and then, thing, then, and you're like, Wilder All said right. he got gassed coming down to the ring, <laughs> something in that. like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but that was yeah the the Fury Joshua and Wilder kind of three guys all in the same division was was a big big storyline going on, um, but Crawford is the the pound for pound considered one of the best in the world right now. Did so anything happen this... with McGregor and um... oh man, uh, Glory Boxing? Uh, what does oh my god, I can't believe him. Not Mayweather. No. Not Pacquiao, because he was supposed to go, he agreed to fight Pacquiao, and then that just never happened. But yeah, it was, I don't know what's going on with McGregor to be honest. He's, uh, he's fighting. Dude, he's not fighting. He's the boxing. Dude, the cro- who's the crossdresser boxer? Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> Did you not know that he came? There's all those pictures that came out. He's all crossdresser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So McGregor and him agreed to a fight. Like so, mm-hmm. McGregor's agreeing with fights. Like he's like, I'll f- f- sign me up. Mm-hmm. Yep, sign mm-hmm. me up. Sign yeah, no, they've up. had beef. And uh, De La Hoya is uh, a very loved or hated. Pretty much, if if you're if you're Hispanic, you love him. If you're not, if you're, you're in the cross borderline, and then if you're in the cross dressing community, you love him. <laughs> yeah, I guess he, those, all those pictures came out. Or am I wrong? Right? You're not wrong. Uh, he came out in like women's. Like I'm not trying. I'm I'm totally like. LBGTQ, I'm all about it, man. You do what you want to do, man. I want gay people to protect their <laughs> marijuana plants with their guns, man. That's why who I am. Like, like that's my political. Policy. I mean, honestly, I thought that was kind of a thing that got overblown, but now that I'm looking it up, yeah. he apparently had admitted to. Oh, that was years ago. He's confessed he was an alcoholic and a drug addict who dressed in drag and cheated regularly on his wife. Apparently, that's the thing he said. You think he did cocaine? And then Charlemagne, like that was that was like ten years ago though. That's why I kind of forgot about it. It blew up like a few years ago. Charlemagne, the God, brought it up like a few years. Straight back, up, like, that's cocaine, man. You're you're dressing in women's clothes, just having a good time. Yep, dressing in women's clothes, having a good time, <laughs> getting randy, getting rowdy, top of the world, tough guy, just wanting to put on some high heels. Hey, man, tweet your tone. Like I said, I'm, I'm all about whatever you want to do, man. I got no problem with it as long as you ain't hurt no one else. Um, and if you are hurting someone else, fuck you. But <laughs> like, as long as he ain't hurt no one else, which they he wasn't, man. Yeah, no, no. yeah. just his wife that he was cheating on. Uh, well, I guess he was hurting someone else. Though. So I don't know. You want to go? You want to talk some uh, drafts, or you want to maybe move out of the sports realm? Who do you think the Browns are going to take first in the NFL draft? Is that the oh, draft? The Bra- no, I'm talking about the NBA. Uh, it's tomorrow. Is it really? Yeah. Let's do it. I dude. believe it is. Let's do it. I believe the NBA draft is coming up tomorrow. Or do we want to hit Ohio facts real quick that we can hit sports after this? I mean, I'm waiting on Ohio facts to come in. Let me go I, see. I thought we were going to be doing that. Um, go ahead. and uh, You can tell, you can preface the Ohio facts. <laughs> Ohio facts. We, uh, we're going to maybe be doing some hot guests coming in on the Ohio facts from time to time. Um, I think we have a, a new house expert going to be coming in with some uh, Ohio, how neat is that, facts? Yep, she's a little busy. Um, okay, well, we'll just get into this draft talk then. Um, so there's a, 
there's there's a there's a top five that pretty much ends up with the the Cavs taking their pick. Um, Lamelo is considered probably top one. Maybe. Is he really? Because I thought he was dropping, but now he's... no, he's been killing it while, the whole time he's been overseas. He's he's gone oh, they're from playing overseas. Europe, you know yeah, he went to the Euro. You're League, more of then the NBA, Australia. You're more of the NBA guy than I am. Well, so an interesting thing thing about him, I think, is that somebody came out the uh, Caruso, the the Lakers guard. You know, got super popular for being a doofy little thirty year old that's already balding. Um, Jim Rome loves him. He was saying a lot of guys that go to the Euro League or the he specifically said at the G League, these guys come and they try to be ballers. And he said my way to success was I proved that I was going to be a role player and I was going to be good at X, Y, and Z, and that's why I can bring your team. A lot of these guys go to the G League and they're trying to ball out and score forty points to yep. show that they're a superstar and that they weren't uh, their spot on an NBA team. Then they go to the NBA and they can't do that. Right. right. Um, Lamelo has shined overseas. You got Wiseman, the center from Memphis, who would probably, if Lamelo wasn't in, be the, the number one consensus. Um, you got a guard out of Georgia, Anthony Davis, who's probably looking at going third. So everybody's uh, kind of picking uh, Lamelo to go to Minnesota. They they already got Cat there, uh, Towns. So do they still have um, who, who we traded them for for Kevin Love? No, that would have been uh, Andrew Wiggins, which, yes. funny enough, there are... I don't think it's really trade rumors, but I think it's a lot of Cleveland people discussing possible trades that would bring Andrew Wiggins back to Cleveland. That's um, weird. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard it, and I don't really buy into any of it. Um, but he has he turned a corner last year, to be honest. He he got more consistent. His shooting percentage kind of evened out as, as opposed to when he was on Minnesota... He was kind of just chucking up shots, chucking up shots. I think he's moved on. Was he the only guy on Minnesota at that time? Well, him and Carl uh, Anthony Towns, who is okay. um, one of the best people uh, in the league. Um, best people. At he's currently with the Warriors. He went to the Warriors. That's right. Who last did? Year. Wiggins. He went to the Warriors. Yeah, he went in um, the trade that. Then involved... I heard that the Warriors were trying to trade for Anthony or uh, Kevin Love. They might be. So that's the thing is apparently some people are, and I think that's kind of wishful thinking on Cavs fans that we're going to get a lot of out of love or Drummond. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not saying it's not, um, but it could happen. Um, the Warriors traded D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors for Andrew Wiggins, and then there were some picks swapped in that. Wait, so the, the Warriors traded to... The Timberwolves, D'Angelo Russell, who was for... friends with Carl Anthony Davis for Andrew Wiggins, and then there were some some picks involved. Okay, okay. D'Angelo right. Russell was the guy that when came was up that? balling in um in the with the Nets. And when then, was that? When was that trade? That was, I believe, that was last year. So did he? He didn't play with the. the did he play with the Warriors? At he all? played well with the Warriors because Golly. remember, Kurt Curry was out. I'm so All out of touch season. with the NBA. There it happens. It happens. Well, I'm kind of with, in the same spot. With COVID, too. I mean, like, it yeah. was like... And there was that bubble. A lot of teams just kind of dropped off. And the, the Warriors didn't come back and play the last part of no, the season. No, neither the Cavs. Clearly, and... they have the second overall pick. So, a lot of people are thinking uh, Minnesota's got time. They got Russell in there, so they can still develop LaMelo uh, to come up. Golden State clearly needs a center, so they're going to go with Wiseman, who would, again, normally be the number one guy coming out of college. You got... Anthony Edwards, a guard out of Georgia. There's another international player who 
because of Doncic, I feel like. I don't know this guy. I haven't seen a lot of tape. Normally I would have probably watched this guy and have an opinion on him. Um, his name's Avdija, Avdija, something like that. I don't know. I feel like people are just like, hey, Doncic is great. This guy's going to be yeah. great. And I, I don't know enough about the guy to honestly speak on him. So a lot of mock drafts have him going anywhere between like three and nine. But he's probably near the top of the draft. You know what I always find weird about those European players? If they're not Doncic or, or Z or Dirk, they just go over and they see. I feel like they play overseas for three years. They come over and they just never really work out. I mean, that's my humble they opinion. They do and they don't. And and you got you got guys like Manu who weren't European, but maybe played in the Euro League. Yeah, okay. Um, and things like that. So these guys work out. They're very fundamental. I like them all. They're they're all they're used. They usually end up being good to great role players. Um, Dirk is obviously your exception, and Doncic is. Doncic yeah. really took the league by storm. Um, and then you have a lot of people saying Obi um, out of Dayton is going to end up falling to the Cavs, which would be great. It's not quite hometown, but it'd be pretty cool. Um, I was almost mugged in Dayton this year. Oh, yeah? I was either almost mugged or almost arrested. Oh, yeah, with the you were a protesting, right? Yeah, I was protesting but i wasn't you were you were uh i was walking around an empty area due to covid because of playing pokemon go and there like a fire and all this shit broke out and these people pulled up to me in like a old beat up uh bmw and they're asking me questions like you here for this you here for it i'm like i don't know what this is man i'm just here you know i was there for work and Long story short, these guys are asking me all sorts of questions. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, eventually, and I probably made the wrong mistake. I'm like, I'm here out of town. And they're like, oh, you're out of town. So either they're going to mug me because I was from out of town. Uh-huh. Or I was a protester because I was from out of town. This is when all the And Floyd... out of town people are usually instigators. Yes. Yeah. So then I end up, I, I'm walking around playing Pokemon, and I'm like at this empty-ass fucking mall. And like, like by a Coles that has, there, there hasn't been a, no one's parked at a parking spot in Coles in like six months. And these guys are driving around looking at me and I'm just like, oh, I'm just playing Pokemon. Got myself a Charizard. You know Got I mean? a lot of nice earth Pokemon in these parts. <laughs> Got a lot of water ones. But it got to the way I was running around. Then I also, uh, I ran from them. Then I ended up swimming that night, which was cool. I hadn't swam in a public pool in a while. During COVID, I'm like, I'm going to go swimming. Get like eight beers in me. Oh, all a bunch of people at the hotel looking at you <laughs> out the window. Like, nah. Just shaking their heads. <laughs> I had a good time swimming. The best part was there was like a mom with like three kids in there. And I come in there and I felt all awkward. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know. And I take my shirt off. And obviously, they are very impressed with my physique. Ooh. <laughs> They were so impressed. The kid, macho, macho man. <laughs> they were so impressed with my physique. The kid goes, "Do a cannonball," <laughs> and I did a cannonball. And they came up on the water. They're cheering. I'm like, "All right, I'll do more cannonballs with my fat ass." <laughs> like these kids are all. <laughs> Our mom won't let us swim in the pool. <laughs> we're gonna live vicariously through this 34 year old guy who's just going for it. <laughs> fucking straight up cannonball. He's like, do a cannonball. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do a cannonball. The kid wants me to do, hey, you know. And the best part is I went to the Marshalls that was right around there. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for swimming trunks. They're like, we don't have any swimming trunks. I'm like, do you have shorts? <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got shorts. So I just bought a random pair of shorts. And they had like, flowers and stuff on them. I'm like, 
how are these not swimming trunks? They're like, well, they're just shorts, you know. <laughs> I fucking did a cannonball, dude. I was so excited to do a cannonball. I haven't done a cannonball since I was like 13 years old. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the Chaos... <laughs> it's going to be... I think it's going to be a boring draft. Cause, uh, and it's been a boring lead-up. You didn't have the tournament, so you didn't have a guy like John ja Morant mm-hmm. like last year that came out and shined. Um, so, you know, someone's probably going to get a steal on a guy that might have shown up during the tournament and proved himself. Um, Cavs pretty much going for anything but guard, so. Do we have any guards? We got Sexton. Well, what happened to Kevin Porter? He got arrested for guns. I heard something about that. I don't really know what. Yeah, what he's in trouble, dude. Um, when I did hear about it, I kind of just heard that it wasn't going to be that serious. Man, um, I don't know. That who, was here in Ohio, right? The Ohio State Patrol. I don't know who has dogs around this area. but Improperly handle. handling a firearm in a vehicle. Which means you were either pointing at someone or you're firing it. Yeah, four thousand dollar bond, like that's a lot, but not a lot for you know when the judge finds out you're a multi million dollar athlete, they tend to just jack up the bond on you a little bit. Um, so I don't know, that's probably not that serious. But you hope he's not a fucking idiot, I guess. I just wonder what you're doing that you're improperly <clears throat> handling a firearm. It's probably just in the car, loose. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, you can't just have a gun rattling around in your car. No, because I know Ohio, I, I think Ohio, you have to have, like, your ammo in the trunk and your clip in the trunk if you don't have your CCW. I thought Ohio, is Ohio an open carry state? How do you mean? Open carry. You like, can open carry most places. But you can't open carry in your car? The reason, I'm asking, so, like, I went I went to go shooting recently, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to put my guns in my car, all unloaded, and my ammo on my trunk. And this was for either handguns, rifles, shotguns, everything I put. Um, back. You know, I've never looked at the interplay there, but I think you're like you normally have to keep the gun in your car, and that's probably mostly for officer safety, inactive or unable to be reached immediately. And I think. The purpose there is because if you're in a car, the th- threat is you can flee a scene much earlier. So your your probability of doing something like a drive-by or something stupid and being able to flee the scene is more dangerous. So you're, you're I think in the car, it has to mostly be inoperable. But you, it would be legal for you to keep the clip or the gun disabled somewhere with a tag, whatever. But as soon as you get out of the car, open carry, you can be just holding it and walking around with it. Interesting. Um, if you have concealed carry, I mean, then, you know, you actually are kind of, the rules are actually a lot tighter on you if you own your concealed carry about what you can and, and can't do. Like, you can't be. If you have your concealed carry, you can't have your mar- medical marijuana card anymore. Correct. Um, so it's almost like, which one do you, you prefer? You also cannot have any alcohol on you and be using your concealed carry. Well, you shouldn't be driving around drunk with a gun. Well, yeah, but that's just generally. You can't. You can't be drunk and... I've seen people with their concealed carry that are wasted and they're waving their gun around like, no, nah, I got my concealed carry. I'm like, you can get in way more trouble than I could. That's what's wild, man. As, as a, I won't call myself a gun nut, but you know how many guns I have? When I, if I have two beers, dude, it's like, I, not that I'm bringing my guns out and waving in front of people, but if I have a beer, to, like, for example, my uncle was over. He's a retired Army veteran, you know, mm-hmm. and he wanted to look at my guns because he, he came over for a, a family thing. And he crashed at my house because he came from out of town. So he was like, hey, let's see your guns. I go, uncle, I've been drinking. 
Um, you're more than well to go look at my guns that are in this gun. Not, I don't have a gun case, but I have, I have no kids. So I have a closet. All my guns are in their special cases. They're all locked up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you want to look at them, you can look at them. You know what I mean? So Even if it, it's got to be unloaded, it's got to be in a closed package box or case. It's got to be in a compartment that can only be reached by leaving the vehicle and in plain sight and secured in a rack or holder. So, or it can be a long gun. That's so, so if it's a rifle, if it's a rifle, it could be in your back window. But if it's a handgun or something like that, it has to basically be out of reach. Dude, what would you do if I put a gun rack in my Toyota Corolla? I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Love it. And then you should, yeah. For the smaller ones, you'd have to put a box in there, and you'd have to put it in your back window. So that you'd have to get out of the car to get to it. Which, you know how most... Or fire, climb into You know how seat. most firefights happen. So, I mean, basically, he was... He just... He had it tucked... He had it tucked somewhere that he could reach it. Yeah. Which, like, you know, I get that. That's the whole thing about... If you're having a gun for personal defense, in a certain way, like... If you're worried about getting carjacked, or you're worried about getting robbed, like... What good does keeping the car in your trunk do? So my favorite quote of all time about guns is Tony Rizzo once said about uh, a Plexico Burris, I'll never forget the guy with the gun in the place. End quote. Tony Rizzo. And that says it all. I don't think we're getting the Ohio fact tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's happening. We're going to butt up against it. So, uh... Welcome to Slurred Speech. It won't always be uh, sports uh, heavy. I mean, yeah, just... it was a little bit today, and we still didn't go over some NBA hot news trades. I do want to throw out there, we're going to have a big weekend in college football, though. Where we at have? least for the Big Ten. The uh, Ohio State is playing the other number one team in their division, Indiana. Okay. And Northwestern and Wisconsin, the two teams out west, are going to be playing each other as well. So, okay. Uh, uh, the playoff picture in the Big Ten will be a lot clearer after this weekend, or at least your probables will be. Yeah, one of the things, in, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, I, I don't want this thing to go over an hour. I mean, I feel like people. Oh, yeah. You know, people have short attention span. and I'm in like the, the 50 to 110 range. Yeah, like I listen to a lot of, a lot of podcasts, and, and a lot of them I have to like, like, one of them is called Crime Sports. If you've never heard Crime Sports, please check it out. We have no affiliation they with them. They go long. Three, four hours. So I have to break that up within mm-hmm. throughout the days. So that's kind of... Mm-hmm. We didn't do a movie this week. No, we didn't. Um, we do want to shout out Tobias, who set us up again. I do I do want to taste some. I want to tease some movies I've seen recently. Dark Tower. Man. Never heard of it. Tales in the Hood 3. <laughs> Tales from the Hood. Three. I remember watching Tales from the Hood one, and being like, "What is going on?" I was like twelve years old. Like, oh yeah, I was. Oh really? Yeah. I loved it as a kid. I didn't understand. It. I didn't like. I don't like scary movies. Oh, you don't. No. Well, that makes sense. That you know that was Spike Lee, right? Yeah. Which seemed like it didn't have the production quality. But no, also... wasn't that the one where like the little things <laughs> in the Tales from the Hood one where the the little the uh, little guys, dolls? Yeah, it came out. Well, from they the... were like dolls, but they weren't really. They were. Like Civil War, right? Yeah, they yeah. were from a, a painting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so they out. were uh, basically spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the 1991 <laughs> classic or whatever it was Tales classic. From the Hood. I love classic. Dude, I like it. They're very heavy-handed. They're like they're they're almost like um, 
like some old Shakespearean or Aesop fable because they're very like moral. They're like, here's the bad guy. Here's clearly the moral yeah, yeah, yeah. decision they made, and this is why they're getting fucked up by demons or ghosts or whatever the case. Um, so they're kind of like heavy-handed in that way. Tales from the Crypt, Tales, Tales from the Hood Three was good. They had this one. There was this guy in a bunker. This is an old white racist dude in a bunker, and he's like, "Thanks for all your food drops and whatever." They built their wall around. You find out later he was in a zoo, and it's just like, "Oh, oh the old white American racist. He's in the zoo. <laughs> Got him. Let's go to the old chauvinist exhibit next." Oh, no it was shit. pretty good. It wasn't terrible, but I mean, it's what you would expect from. What did I watch recently? I watched the Browns game. I went to bed about eight thirty last night. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm 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 really bad. I watch a lot of I don't. This is Cleveland oriented. Channel five point three. Laugh. Ooh, L A F F. Yeah, so I watch a lot of like Grace Under Fire and Tool Time. And so many courting the gym. Courting the gym. Oh, don't get me started. Courting the gym. Nobody laugh. Those DVDs go for sixty dollars a pop. Dude, and I love him, Gordon Jim. And God, God speed him in his marijuana farm, dude. Oh, yeah? And I thought you sent me the link that he had a marijuana farm. I might have. <laughs> you don't even remember the links that you sent me. No. All right, welcome to Slurred Speech, uh, episode two. Where I just Slurry. got anything else, anything else we want to add on? No, I think I'm good. We'll save it for next week. All right. Oh, um, let's do, uh, let's let's touch it up, hit it up a couple times. Um... If you want to hit up our uh, voicemail, leave us a voicemail. We're more than happy to play it as long as you don't say any racist shit. And I guess if you say some racist shit, like... Veil it. Like, uh, think think Republicans in 2012, not Trump supporters in 2020. Well, also, don't drop N-bombs and... Oh, I mean, yeah, clearly. Well, you don't... We don't want to get You say clearly, the, but the FCC. Dude, people are wild. You know That's true. Mean? Well, we won't get fined by the FCC. We're yeah. not on... But anyways, hit us up at um, 216, oh shit, uh, 216-260-4584, that's 216-260-5484, and we will um, play your shit on the air and around the, the podcast, and uh, shout out to Hank Hill, keep calling us back. And, Hell yeah, uh, Hank, that was a good call. Shout out to the Reddit page. Um. And here is some Uncle Scratch's Gospel Revival. I can't bang you on Sunday because uh, the Browns play. Hell yeah. I can't bang you on a Sunday. Guess I gotta do it on a Monday. Tender, tender. Sorry, baby. This ain't my way The Bible says I can't bang you on a Sunday Amen, I can't bang you on a Sunday Me and Brother Ed are playing on Wednesday Perhaps we could nail you on Good Friday Just can't do it On a Sunday Alright, let me try this out Here we go, leading the key of C 
hard work I must say Took me about 15 minutes of the day I'm sorry baby I just can't bang you on a Sunday Alright everybody let's go Not bad for a bunch of honkies. Yep. What a blessing. <laughs>